Please listen carefully. Well, hello, universe. Welcome to the Optimist Daily Update. I'm Christy Jansen. And I'm Summers McKay. And we are part of the team behind the Optimist Daily, making solutions the news. We bring you reader-funded solutions news every day in order to change the center of news media, social media, and the direction of all of our days to help us all get focused on solutions and not be so uh, aggravated, which it feels like the world is aggravated all the time. <laughs> Let's think about the kindness and compassion and the possibility. Seven days a week, we publish, come what may, positive news stories written by award-winning journalists and delivered online to your inbox and through our social channels. And also, we are sharing these solutions in a commute-worthy, walk-worthy, home office-worthy, deep-breath-worthy podcast. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, the 20th of April. 2022. Happy 420, Christy. Oh, happy 420, Summers. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a cannabis <laughs> kind of day. Have you been following the Twitter things right now with Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter? Well, sort of. Speaking of 420. <laughs> yeah, speaking of 420. No, you know, I saw the headlines kind of toward the end of last week. And, you know, Elon Musk is um, a big personality here in Austin, Texas, right? And has a big presence. And I just sort of tapped out of it because I'm sort of over ego (laughs) at the moment. And, you know, everybody knows I love business and I I love the way that business can propel good in society. But this whole like wrestling for power of Twitter thing just does not feel like it's about propelling good in society. (laughs) So what's your take? I was somewhat amused. I heard this morning that in the whole poison pill tactic that Twitter launched to circumvent Musk's trying to buy the entire company. What a poison pill is, they they just open a ton of new shares, so it makes it, like they dilute all the shares, which makes it much more expensive. Mm-hmm. But in that, there was something about a 210 per share, but a two for one, so it makes it 420. 420. So even Twitter is getting yeah. into the whole 420 thing, because Musk's offer was something like 5420 per share or something. I don't know. It's like the whole thing is. Oh, I didn't even realize that they're all just Oh, like yeah. There's a whole and- 420 meme in the whole Twitter takeover fiasco. Right. So this is all this is all like an April Fool's Day. Let's get high. <laughs> I, I don't know. Apparently. The world has gone bonkers and uh, we're just trying to hang on. So bonkers. I mean, this is funny because like Last week, we were talking about the benefits of psilocybin, and I was talking about how I really look forward to the industry evolving in the same way the cannabis industry has been to make it more accessible. It sort of seems like you're tuning into the Optimist Daily Update to hear like our pot podcast, which is just not who we are or what we do. But it does seem that the world is like pushing us in that conversation direction today. I know that I'm feeling pushed into higher levels of intensity at the moment. Over the weekend, and Christy, I hadn't shared this with you, but over the weekend, I almost had like an altercation while walking my daughter. I was walking my daughter and pushing her in a stroller and walking a dog and a neighbor or somebody came into my community driving really, really fast. And um, I yelled to slow down and the person pulled over and kind of exploded at me with expletives and told me there were more important things to worry about. And it was sort of shocking. And it just, it seems like as you were referencing, the world is very aggro this week. Yeah. And it feels like we've forgotten how to be kind and give each other the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. So we need to chill out. Yeah. Why don't we talk about your story first? Because I like it. I was going to say, I, like it. I know a way to chill out. Okay. My headline reads, need some encouragement? Call this adorable kid run hotline. Anyone who has the delight of children in their lives in one way, form, or another can all agree that children say the cutest things. My daughter most recently likes to say, actually, mommy, this is pink. Actually, mommy is her phrase. Most adults know that functioning as a productive member of society usually requires thinking about what we say before we say it, although not that guy over the weekend. But Kids' lack of filter is why it's so refreshing, hilarious, and an inappropriate source of entertainment and joy. Westside Union Elementary School in Healdsburg, California, which is one of the northernmost points of California I have been to, decided to create an emotional support hotline featuring voices of their students to encourage those in their community and across the country. The hotline is called the Pep Talk Hotline spelled P-E-P-T-O-C, which was adorably misspelled on the flyer by one of the six-year-old participants, offers callers pre-recorded messages of encouragement. It was launched in late February on the school site. People who feel down call this line. The number, in case you want to call it right now, is 707-998-8410. And they are prompted to listen to positive messages either in English or Spanish no matter which option the caller chooses, you are uplifted by youthful voices. One of our favorites being, <laughs> and Christy took this one to task. I did. If you're nervous, go get your wallet and spend it on ice cream and shoes. <laughs> it's so much cuter when these kids say this, you know. Yes. Things like be grateful for yourself. Just breathe. You can do it. Hearing the lilt of that darling child voice is so wonderful. The local artist and art teacher at Westside Union Elementary, Jessica Martin, started the project, and now there's ways to donate and contribute. It is just really precious. I kind of want to call it every day over and over and over. Absolutely. Well, and it, it speaks to sort of the antidote, which we are also trying to add to this this world and this universe, which is the power of positivity and how there is a desperate sense of the need for this. It hit pretty pretty big once they launched it. I guess they were getting about 5,000 calls a day. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think it's so sweet. And I think we found it through NPR. That's where we uh, first heard about this project. But it is adorable. And yes, I did by accident take the advice of one of the uh, you know, buying shoes. I, I ended up in a, in a Macy's for the first time in like three years and <laughs> was looking for one thing which they didn't have anymore because the retail apocalypse. But I did buy four pairs of shoes, which <laughs> I I needed. So you face commando bought four pairs of shoes, Chris? No, I was wearing my mask. Oh, okay. All right. I'm wearing masks in public places. Just to be cautious, you know, what? I'm not quite, <laughs> I'm not ready to go completely naked. But I am planning to go to the symphony next weekend or this weekend coming up. So that'll be indoor and fun. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's exciting. The other day, my husband made a comment about me needing to um, keep my sun visor closed on my car when I'm parked outside. I was like, honey, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I literally drive from here to take my daughter to school 
to yoga and home. There's three places I visit. My car is never outside. So I don't worry about a mask much because I'm not actually around humans other than, you know, <laughs> than my own little pep talk party, Brennan McKay. Now, Christy, what's got you inspired today? Well, tomorrow is officially Earth Day, I guess. And this weekend, there's some Earth Day things planned here in Santa Barbara, which is basically the birthplace of Earth Day from 1970, which the world may or may not know. But we're very proud of that here in Santa Barbara. So that'll be an interesting, fun weekend. But in honor of that, and in honor of my personal sensitivity to climate change and what we can do about it, I chose this headline, which reads, want to slow climate change? Consider making your home all electric. And this is a a movement that I'm very strongly in support of and I'm working towards in my own home and in my own world. And I'm also trying to encourage our local municipalities to build new infrastructure that does not rely on fossil fuels. But this article talks about why this is so important and why this is a good movement to go into. So despite some of the alarming reports from the IPCC, which every year it's a little scarier, there is real energy and discussion of what we can really do. Because even though there's a lot that hasn't happened yet, experts do still think that if we pull together and act quickly to use energy more efficiently, slow deforestation, and make a rapid shift to renewable sources of electricity, we still have a chance to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030, which would do a lot towards preserving the livability of our planet. Many of the strategies that will have to be employed are going to take you know, societal shifts, laws and regulations, governmental involvement. Mm -hmm. But there is something that many of us can do, which is to make decisions in our own homes to go towards electric devices, electricity, as opposed to fossil fuel or natural gas. And that is in the control of many consumers. And there are more and more programs being launched all over the country to help underwrite that transition for people who need more financial support. So why go electric? Approximately one-sixth of the total U.S. energy consumption as of 2020 was from home energy use. So one-sixth of all of the energy we use in the U.S. is in our homes. This is from the article. Almost half of the energy is electric. Natural gas makes up 42%, oil 8%, and renewable energy 7%. Which I'm not sure if that's the electric grid or how we use it in our homes. Maybe it is our homes because a lot of homes are now running on uh, renewable energy, actually. That would be an impressive number if really we, we've achieved renewable energy at, you know, 7%. Absolutely. And I think that, I mean, rooftop solar has really changed that and is shifting. But the most effective strategy for reducing greenhouse energy emissions in our home energy consumption is to trade oil and natural gas for electricity that is generated from low or zero carbon sources. And that shift should be facilitated by the, the fact that the power sector is going in that direction anyway. A report from Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory showed that power producers have reduced their carbon emissions by half from what energy experts predicted in 2005. So there's ways you can do it and it will end up saving you money if if you can afford the upfront cost of changing out some of your appliances. For example, using heat pumps, which is a far more efficient type of cooling and heating, especially if you're in a mild climate, 
than using a gas-powered furnace. And this is to heat and cool your house. And what it does is it uses the heat exchange with uh, external air temperature. I don't want to get into the the complicated mechanics of it on, on the radio or on the podcast, but through evaporation and sort of the thermodynamics, it, it, it circulates cool air and it circulates hot air through your home. It's sort of how a refrigerator works in removing heat from food storage and expelling it into the air wherever that refrigerator is sitting. That's why it's warm on the outside of your refrigerator while it's cold inside. It uses a similar type of process. And then they also have geothermal heat pumps, which use the warmth from the earth to warm your whole home. The other big way that you can get off of fossil fuels in your house is to replace a gas stove with or gas oven with uh, induction heating, induction cooktops and electric ovens. Even though we have this fascination with fire and we think that cooking with fire is really the only way to cook, in fact, induction cooktops can be really efficient and much quicker and much easier to cook on. And you don't have to worry about getting burned because they use magnetic heating as opposed to heat heating, which makes it a lot more precise and a lot more um, efficient. But like in different libraries around the country, they are letting people check out an induction cooktop to see how it works. That's what I was going to say is that in order for adoption to truly take place on this, there's this whole industrial change. And we are at the early stage of the rise of induction cooking. And I think it's a business opportunity, a huge growth. So maybe Elon Musk should stop worrying about Twitter and get his business into induction so that we can save the world. Exactly. Speaking of Elon Musk, I mean, he's done a tremendous service towards making electric cars sexy. Exactly. And even though he's a he's a nut job in some ways, but he's kind of like a... Hey, you know what? A lot of geniuses are nut jobs. It's fine. We're not judging him. I know. It's It goes it goes with the territory. But um, electric cars are definitely on the rise. They've become totally mainstream largely thanks to Tesla and and that that movement in California there are charging stations being built all over the place and I actually don't have an electric car anymore cuz I let it go to trade for my hydrogen car I'm you know but one of the emerging technologies embedded within some of the new electric cars coming onto the market is the capacity to offer bi-directional charging which means that the car batteries can be charged at home and they can also power the home and possibly even power the grid, which is a way of flattening out some of the, the spikes that come when you have intermittent sources of power generation. Like if you have tons and tons of solar collection going on in your city, you can't use it all at the same time. But if you can charge your car using it, and then in that in the duck curve you know, between four and nine, when more people are coming home and plugging in, turning on the washing machines, turning on the TVs. That's where you have the biggest pressure on the grid. But maybe you can take the home off of the grid and just run on the car battery, which then can get charged back up again. So anyway, having an electric car in your home and moving towards the ability to have that bi-directional type of charging will make your home more of its own kind of mini power station that can be integrated into the larger power grid and it'll add resiliency and it'll also add efficiency. And this is definitely a key element of the electrified future. 
Well, I like that electrified future with happy kids on the phone. We also have some other great stories. A neon orange wildflower rediscovered in Ecuador after presumed extinct. Hope we got the picture right on that one. Welcome spring with a stroll through these public gardens. Why do we find puppies so gosh darn cute? These six nervine herbs support the nervous system. What else, Christy? Well, there's a new study revealing how engaging activities reduce loneliness. Carbon cutting, high-speed train could run from Southern California to Las Vegas. Oh, that's just what I need. Trips to Vegas. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I have one funny thing to add. (laughs) So my dog, Border, for whom I am taking Denali Sally to stay when we next travel – she requires if the people are going to Vegas, they pay the full amount up front. It's the very <laughs> – In case they lose all their money. <laughs> it's this really funny clause in her contract. It's for new boarders and people going on vacation to Vegas. The full amount must be paid up front. And I love I was, it. That is I love funny. it. I, I can't tell if she's being funny, or, but it's actually like a clause in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the last two headlines today – This atlas maps out the area of the brain that's associated with substance disorders. So it's a new topographical map of the brain and a new way to prepare eggs as an antiviral. That and so much more on TheOptimistDaily.com. We are thrilled to be here with you today. We are. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. If you can, please consider becoming an emissary on TheOptimistDaily.com for $5 a month. Support reader-funded independent journalism. In exchange, we promise to continue to cover the current events with accuracy, legitimate sources, and offer you the information needed most to chart new paths for all of us. Thanks, everybody, and we will be back tomorrow with more solutions.